Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. I've said it before, I'll say it again. The Bible talks about Jesus himself, talks about the sower went forth to sow. Some fell on this ground, some on that, so on. Finally, some of it did fall on good ground. But you know just as well as I know that in the natural and the same thing's true in the spiritual, that no matter how good the ground is, no matter how good the seed is, if there's no rain, there's no harvest. Amen? And you see, a lot of people's got the word all right, but there's no rain with it. No water. You've got to water it. The garden, you're God's garden. Paul said to the church at Corinth, you're God's garden. The garden has to be watered by teaching the word under the inspiration of the Holy Ghost and by the manifestation of the Holy Ghost. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching on how to possess the land. Find out more next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. I remember I was preaching a certain place years ago. I started preaching when I was 17 years old, just a teenager. I didn't have much sense till I got to be about 25. Some people don't think I've improved much since then. But between the Lord and my wife, because I got married at 21, and between the Lord and my wife, I improved considerably by the time I was 25. But from 17 up till in my early 20s, anybody that wanted to debate the scriptures, I mean, they, they, they just see me, just see me. Amen. And if I could say it unbelievably, which I can't, I'd whip them every time. Because I could quote three-fourths of the New Testament. They'd quote one, and I'd quote two. And they'd quote two, and I'd quote three. And they'd quote three, and I'd quote four. And I'd just keep a quote in Scripture. Praise God till they'd just finally shut up. In fact, there's a fella in our country church, a man that graduated from the seminary. He was a Bible teacher. Graduated from the seminary of his particular church. And so one of the Methodist brethren told me, he said, now, Mr. Johnson said he's going to get that little preacher. I wasn't but about 19 years old, 18 years, well, it's 19, uh, Sunday, because our Sunday school lesson was from Romans, the sixth chapter, where it talks about water baptism. Well, I just taught my class. I taught an adult class, you see, uh, the older folks both men and women, and I went just as fast as I could. I didn't even stop and get my breath. I didn't give them a chance to say anything, and I just went right through it, and the bell rang. Well, we had 10 minutes, you see, before you go to something else. So when that bell rang, he just stood up right there in my Sunday school class and, and, and began to say some things and quote some scripture, and he quoted one, and I quoted two, and he quoted two, and I quoted three, and we just slugged it out for 10 minutes right there in front of the Sunday school class. And finally, about the time the second bell rang, he grabbed my hand, shook hand, right in front of my son, shook hand me. He said, you are the first man outside the church of Christ I've ever seen that's saved. (laughs) Man, I convinced him I was saved. I'd take them on. I'd take them on. But I found out it never helped anybody. Never straightened anybody out. I can't help it because they was wrong. So I was holding a meeting 
And, and, and I'd learned a little something, you know, between the Lord and my wife for helping me. But anyway, I saw these people come into the meeting. When we prayed, they didn't, I noticed they never did bow their head. Just looked very stiff and cold, like they'd just gone out of the refrigerator. <laughs> so when the meeting was all over, afterwards they came up, we shaking hands with people. Very first night of the meeting we were holding. We were pastors, but we went to hold this meeting. And they said, we'd like to uh, have a discussion with you. Well, I got them located. They won't argue and debate. Well, I said, I'm not interested in debate, and I'd gotten over all that. Oh, no, we don't want to just debate. We want to discuss the scripture. Because they said, uh, if we're not saved, you are. Or if you are saved, we are not. I said, that's the best evidence in the world that you're not saved because I know I am. <laughs> Amen. But anyway, they convinced me, you know, that they really meant business and so we're, we're honest and sincere. And I said, okay. So we met. Three of them and one of me. And uh, we'd get to discussing scriptures, you see, in different areas. And they got a little rabbit path. They'll run down through the New Testament and they'd get back over in that rabbit path. And after about two, maybe two and a half hours of discussion, I finally said, because we only had night services, I said, I, I, I've got to get ready for my night service. I'm not going to discuss any more scripture with you unless, by mutual agreement, we all agree that we'll take any subject that you want to discuss, and both of us will stay with that one subject until we're both satisfied and ready to move on to something else. Unless you agree to that, it's over. All right, they said, we agree to it. We'll take any subject, and, and both of us, we won't change and get off on something else. I said, all right, what do you want to discuss? Well, they said that Holy Ghost business. I knew right then they didn't know a thing in the world about him. Amen. I knew right then they didn't know a thing in the world about him. So I said to them, they said they wanted to discuss that Holy Ghost business, I said, what do you want to know about him? They said to me, what is it? The Holy Ghost ain't it. The Holy Ghost is him. I said, what do you want to know about him? They, they said, what is it? I said, you got your Bible there in your hand. Tell me what it is then. Well, they said, Jesus said, my words, their spirit, and their life. He said, there the Holy Ghost is, the Bible. You got it right there in your hand. Oh, I said, I'm so glad to learn that. I always wondered what that was, fellow in Cornelius' household. I said, I imagine if the Bible fell all the way from heaven, they tell me the sun's 93 million miles away. And heaven's above that. And if the Bible that fell on them is as big as mine, I imagine when it hit them in the head and knocked them out. <laughs> and the main spokesman with these two behind got up and said to the other, let's go home. I said, I don't blame you. I'd stayed home. I hadn't known more about the New Testament than that. <laughs> That's the end of my debating days. You never convinced them. Of course, they couldn't convince me because they didn't know anything to convince you with. But the thought I wanted to get over to you is while Peter yet spake unto them, the Holy Ghost fell Amen. like rain. Amen. Hallelujah. The Holy Ghost fell upon them. 
And they began to speak with other tongues. Sometimes folks do more than speak with other tongues. Evidently, they must act like they're drunk because they thought they're drunk. Peter said, these are not drunken as you suppose, seeing this is but the third hour of the day. But this is that. This is that. Hallelujah. Now, I want you to go a little bit further with me. Turn over to the book of James. Turn over to the book of James. James chapter 5, verse 7. James chapter 5, verse 7. Be patient, therefore, brethren, unto the coming of the Lord. Now, in my Bible, there's a little number one by the word patient. And I look over in the margin, and the margin I find number one, and it said GR. That stands for Greek. Said the Greek said, long patience. Or it means to suffer with patience. Be patient, long patient, suffering with patience, brethren, unto the coming of the Lord. Behold, the husbandman waiteth. What's he waiting on? For the precious fruit of the earth. In other words, Jesus is waiting on a harvest. The precious fruit of the earth. He's waiting on a harvest. Now notice in connection with the harvest, it says, and he hath long patience for it until he receive the early and the latter rain. In other words, he receives the harvest as a result of the outpouring of the early and the latter rain. I've said it before, I'll say it again. The Bible talks about, Jesus himself talks about the sower went forth to sow. Some fell on this ground, some on that, and so on. Finally, some of it did fall on good ground. But you know just as well as I know that in the natural, and the same thing's true in the spiritual, that no matter how good the ground is, no matter how good the seed is, if there's no rain, there's no harvest. Amen? And you see, a lot of people's got the word all right, but there's no rain with it. No water. You've got to water it. The garden, you're God's garden. Paul said to the church at Corinth, you're God's garden. The garden has to be watered by teaching the word under the inspiration of the Holy Ghost and by the manifestation of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Ten years ago, we were having prayer meetings that's what every one of them ought to be called. It's a prayer meeting. You ought to meet to pray. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources that will change your life. So visit us today at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Right now, I want to tell you about this month's special offer, the five CD series by Kenneth E. Hagan. How to Possess the Land. Also in this month's offer is Ken Hagen's slimline book, How to Make the Dream God Gave You Come True. All this for a special low price of $29.95.
That's an $11 savings. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. Well, guess what happens on this campus on Thanksgiving Eve night? We turn the Christmas lights on, about That's two right. million of them, a little over oh, two million of them. Oh, my goodness, and we have music uh, that's well, synchronized. The, fe- the festivities start about 5.30 over in the Rama Park, mm-hmm. and then uh, then around 6.15 or so, depending on, because we work with Channel 6 here in town, yes. and they come mm-hmm. out and they do... But their 6 o'clock news. Their 6 o'clock news. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the, the weather portion the is weather. done remotely live right here on our yes. campus. And uh, we're so glad for our, our friends at Channel 6. They are tremendous in helping us in a lot of different ways. Yes. And we really th- thank, thank God for them. That's right. Travis always comes out here and, and helps turn on the lights. Yes. And, uh, hey, it's just, a, it's just an event, okay? It's an event. And you want to be here. That's right. Because it's a fantastic, fantastic deal. Call now and ask the operator for this month's special radio offer. The Slimline book, How to Make the Dream God Gave You Come True, from Ken Hagen, and Kenneth E. Hagen's five-CD set on how to possess the land for the special price of $29.95. Call today, toll-free, 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or visit rhema.org. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Kenneth e. Hagen's life-changing message. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.